Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast. This week, as usual, brought to you by the good folks at WSM Auctioneers. Make sure you check them out at WSM underscore auctioneers on Instagram or log on to their website. This is what I really want you to do. Log on to WSMauctioneers.com. Make sure you continue to tune in because the second Saturday of every month, they have a big sale and you guys have heard me talk about it. You guys have heard me talk about all the cool things that I've tried to buy, all the cool things that I have left Arizona with. Um, that's where we got our side-by-side that we cruise around in is WSMauctioneers.com. Huge sale, second Saturday of every month. Make sure you check them out online. Make sure you give them a follow at WSM underscore auctioneers on the gram. Sorry this podcast is late. I know I'm a couple of days behind, but give me benefit of the doubt. It has been a wild last week, week and a half. Uh Crazy, crazy schedule. First of all, drove to St. Louis, did the event in St. Louis, drove back to Oklahoma just long enough to see the wife and the dogs and get on a plane in Tulsa and go to Los Angeles for a rare one-day event on a Tuesday. So flew in on Monday, did the event downtown LA on Tuesday, and then so much bad weather across this part of the world where we're at right now. Uh, Could not get to Tulsa. Could not get to Little Rock. So from L.A., I didn't want to stay an extra day in L.A., so I decided to hop on a plane to Vegas, spend a day in Vegas, had dinner with Flint in Vegas, um, hung out, went to one of my favorite gyms, you know, got to relax a little bit, and then finally got on a plane to where I am now, Little Rock, Arkansas. So Missouri, Oklahoma, L.A., Vegas, Little Rock, all in a matter of, what, five days, six days at most, but um, we're here. And we're rocking and rolling into another event, Little Rock, uh, this weekend. Next week, believe it or not, Arlington, Texas. It is finally time to get to AT&T Stadium and could not be more excited about a couple of things, really. First of all, the PBR on March 5th. So, Global Cup, obviously one of the premier stops on our tour teams from around the country or around the globe rather not just our country obviously uh canada australia mexico brazil united states has a couple of teams in there all one big night at AT at&t stadium and then what i'm i'm honestly i'm super excited about the following day the american rodeo on march 6th it's a sunday if you haven't already make sure you i mean tune in come hang out that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. This is a rodeo I used to announce, but I'm going to get to just hang out. And so if you're coming to the American, let me know. Whether it's DM me or Megan or shoot us a message on the Twitter machine, the Facebook, whatever it is, let us know. I am so stinking excited to be able to sit back as a fan and watch the American. It's the biggest one-day rodeo in the world. And you know the opportunity for Cowboys and Cowgirls to compete for the prize money that they've put up. But uh, Teton Ridge really doing some big things there with the Americans. So looking forward to just hanging out and being a fan for a day. Hope you guys are coming in to check that out. AT&T Stadium, big weekend. Global Cup, the American, all within 24 hours. Um, man, why would you not make the trip? It's, a, it's an easy flight. So come hang out. Again, I'm looking for people to hang out with and enjoy the rodeo with. So we'll see you in AT&T Stadium. Uh, it's been busy in the PBR world. I don't know that anybody has been busier than Dalen Swearingen picked up the win there in St. Louis, followed that up on the Tuesday and won in Los Angeles. So Dalen Swearingen on a roll, the new number one bull rider in the world. Um, going to be really, really fun to see how this plays out this season. We're in Little Rock right now. 
Who's going to win Little Rock? That's the question right now. Can Dalen keep the momentum going? Can JRV bounce back and uh, get that number one spot back? Who knows? It's going to be uh, super exciting as a fan to watch and see how this all works out. And it's just February. We've still got a long, long way to go before we get to Fort Worth in May. So a lot could happen between now and then. A lot could happen if you log on to westfitgym.com as well and use the code MattWestNow. That's westfitgym.com and use the code MattWestNow. Going to save you a little bit of money. Shout out to everybody that's been ordering all the WestFit swag and posting it on uh, on the gram, on Facebook, tagging us in it. I appreciate you guys, the shout outs, uh, letting us follow along with your journeys as well. Super, super motivating. Appreciate you doing all of that. I know it's wintertime, but it's almost summertime. And uh, even in the winter, the sun's shining. If you need a new pair of Beck sunglasses, make sure you use the code MATT20. MATT20 going to save you a lot of money there at Beck's Sunglasses. Check out their website as well. MATT20 as you get ready to check out. Speaking of checking out, if you haven't checked out my guest this week, cool, cool young 22-year-old bull rider who just picked up his first win on the PBR's Unleash the Beast series. I met this kid a couple of years ago at the uh, Performance Center there in Pueblo, Colorado. We talk a little bit about that, about getting to know each other, and I immediately started following this kid's career once I got to spend a little bit of time with him because I saw how hard he was working. I got to to see how mentally tough he could be. Um, and I was really, really just drawn to this kid immediately. And I think you guys, if you've listened to me announce at the events he's been to, I think you'll probably recognize that there's something about this kid that I gravitated towards and um, could not be happier to watch him get his first victory at the elite level of professional bull riding. Austin Richardson, Dallas, Texas. Not only is he incredibly talented, not only is he uh, obviously incredibly focused and driven, but he's just a great kid. He's just a great young guy that loves his family. I think you'll be surprised at some of the some of the uh, other opportunities he's had in the world of sports and what he might have ventured towards and what he might venture towards in the future. But enough rambling. On the front end of this podcast, I want you to really kind of sit back and get to know this kid, and, and hopefully you will enjoy watching his career as much as I do. Hopefully you'll be as big a fan as I am, and uh, I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I also appreciate all of you that have subscribed. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, drop that rating, drop us a comment. We're going to get back to reading some of those comments at the next episode. So uh, if you're here, thanks for being here. Sit back, relax, get ready to enjoy my conversation with professional bull rider and rising star in the PBR, Austin Richardson. You don't have this view? No, not at all. Your room? No. Really? No. What do you see? Uh, buildings. <laughs> just, just more brick yeah, buildings? No, we can see like where the uh, the PBR kind of, or we can see the big old stadium. Like the, oh, uh, like Bush Stadium. Yeah, Bush Stadium. Where the Cardinals play. Yeah, yeah. But you can't see the arch? Uh, no. Have you ever seen the Arch before, the, like, this weekend? No. Have you ever been to St. Louis before this weekend? No. Really? Yeah, this is the first time. First time? What do you think? It's pretty, it's pretty it's cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's uh, cold. <laughs> I always, I was a huge baseball fan. Still am. But uh, I was a diehard Cardinals fan. So, like, this was my Disneyland as a kid. Like, we would come up here and always, I was scared to go in the Arch because I was scared of heights. Yeah. Big time. Did you go in it? No, I have not. Oh, yeah. I, w- I wanted to, but I don't, I'm trying to, I don't know. 
What? Kind of scary, I think. <laughs> it's only like a small elevator. You ride <laughs> for a living. Are you scared of heights? A little bit. I'm terrified of heights, dude. Like, I hate it. I uh, I, I never would have guessed that. I figured you would be like, whatever, let's do it. I don't know. I thought about doing it, but I don't know. Do you fly out tomorrow? Yeah, about uh, eight. Oh, man. You, like, I would, I would try to get over there and do it. I, I really, I think everybody should do it. How long does it take? You just go out there and... Yeah, I mean, it just kind of depends on the line. It it The elevator ride is actually pretty quick, compared, and you don't realize that like you're kind of going that high up and sideways yeah. kind of all at the same time. That's crazy how that works. It's nuts, man. You get in this like little pod, and the, you, you'd think there's barely room enough, like for you and me, and they there's like five chairs. That's crazy. It's, it, it's quick, but it's like you have to go up one side and down the other. Really? Yeah, it's weird, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know how any of it works. And and every time I go in something like that, I'm like, I'm going to sit down and watch a bunch of videos and figure that out. And, yeah. You know, learn the history of it. But, like, I mean, we're looking at the arch in St. Louis right now. And you can see up at the top in the middle. See those little black squares? Those yeah. little rectangles? Those are the windows. Those are where you can look out at? Yeah. Like, you look down at the river and the city. Like, it's amazing. That's and, crazy. I, and, I, dude... I'm scared shitless of heights, like <laughs> terrified of heights. And for some reason, I get up there and it, it's just, it's almost like it's not real. Yeah. I don't know. It's, but we fly every week. Yeah. It's not, it's not that different, I guess. I get, but I get, I get scared sometimes in airplanes. Not going to lie. Me too. Especially when they start rattling down those little bumpies they do. And <laughs> uh, turbulence is crazy. Uh, there's days where I think I'd rather get on a bull than be in an airplane. <laughs> I, I was heading to Canada one time and it, it was a small plane. This yeah. sucker the whole time was just going at it. And there, I was holding on to my seat like for dear life. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I don't remember. We were flying to, oh, it was when we were flying to Sacramento. We had a flight into Las Vegas, which never really bothers me. Yeah. I would fly to Vegas all the time. And for some reason, the turbulence coming over those mountains. And I started rubbing my hands on my knees. And like <laughs> my wife looked at me, like, "Are you okay?" And I said, "No, I'm not okay. I want them to turn this thing around, and take me back to Oklahoma." I uh, <laughs> I don't do well. I, I mean, like, put me on the ground. Yeah, I, I like driving everywhere. Yeah, driving's awesome. You you travel I, like that yeah, most of the time. I like to drive a lot because you get to see everything. Bingo. When you fly, you just go right over it and don't see much, and then go to the hotel, and then I mean, you get to see the city, but you don't get to see everything else from. Where you come from. I'm glad you say that because I don't want to waste my life in airports and hotels. Exactly. There's so many people in this in this life that don't stop and enjoy it. Yeah. Like we're pretty lucky. We really are. Really, for sure. Anyway, we'll we'll get into all that. Uh congrats. First and foremost, big win last week. Thank you so much. First one? Yeah, first one. I I, I and I've said this probably every episode of the podcast. People ask me like, "What are my favorite things? Favorite moments in my career?" It's always the first win, man. Yeah, like, that, it's the beginning and the end when guys retire. But like, I got to stand there and you know be a part of your very first ever win. That's awesome. I'm glad you to be a part of it. I, I dude, I'm, I I love it, man. Because yeah. I've seen how hard you work. Yeah. But uh, let's 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 talk about that. Talk about getting that first win. You've had a week now to think about it. Like, what's it like? Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, I for sure got to keep it up, but uh, but now uh, to get my first win, that's freaking a blessing and dream come true for sure. It's cool because, like, a lot of guys, 
Sorry, I was getting us water. So I'm running <laughs> late. Um, it's cool because a lot of guys will go years without getting that. I mean, honestly, a lot of guys have been their whole career and not had that one big win yeah. on this level. Um, so I get super excited when it, when a guy wins his first one. Yeah. Now pressure's off. Exactly. You know you can do it. Yeah. You know you can ride Wupa too. I know. I know I can. Damn it. I know. I can't believe you went right. <laughs> But and I had bumped. my I, yeah he didn't I had my mind so set that he's going left, and I kind of tried it a little cheat him put my rope more in the middle and I usually do I feel like he he you just cheated not cheated you cheated <laughs> he was a little smarter than I thought and he freaking he went the totally opposite way do you do you do that do you think a lot about not really see that that's, that's what, why I don't I, I don't know why I did it there I was like and I told myself right when I got in the locker room and, uh, right after I picked him I was like. Man, put your board up just over there just a little bit more than you usually do because he's going to be right underneath himself. And if you have your rope just right there in the middle, I feel like it'd be a perfect spot. And I wish I would do Okay, Dalen. <laughs> right? I mean, right, yeah. what the heck? You, yeah. You've seen it happen. Yeah. But uh, I learned from my mistakes for sure. Damn bull rider mentality got in, got in the way or something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, look, I've made no bones about it. I'm not a bull rider. I, I know very little you know, compared to most of the world, but in, in most of our world anyways. Um, but I always wonder like, what's a guy thinking when he changes things? And like, you know, you know, that bull probably isn't going to do that, but yeah. we've seen him do it. So yeah. you just, you kind of hedged your bets in the wrong direction, huh? I did. It's yeah. all right. It's part of it. Part of it. Live and you learn. But you got on him. Exactly. And you got a feel for him now. Yeah. And he had a really good day. He did buck. He really Holy did. crap, he bucked. I thought he had kind of an off day with Turdy Till the, the day before that. And for him to come out there and do that, that was that was pretty ranked. Yeah. I, mean, I told those guys, I was like, you should buck him twice every weekend. Yeah. Every time you bring him, he got better. That I wish time. they brought him every weekend. Oh, that's what everybody says. But, but, you, but you still... You know, we we've seen Jose ride him, and we've seen Wupaw be great. You know, for those that that don't know, Wupaw, world champion bucking bull, the the bull that they set the highest score in PBR history on. Um, you got on him last week in the championship round. I don't remember where I was going with that. I have no idea what I was about to say. <laughs> Not a clue. Talking's hard, man. It is. It really is. Um, yeah, I don't. I just went blank. No idea. That's one thing I got to work on is if I ride my bulls, I got to work on talking a little bit. And it, yeah, but I think I think you do good. I, I I think you do good. I'm having a hard time today. <laughs> no, I, I think you do better than, than you realize. Yeah. I just uh, wish I, I'd just tell myself before I start talking on interviews or anything, just kind of slow it down. You got to be yourself. Exactly. You just got to slow down. I try yourself. to be too quick about it, and but... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm learning for sure. We're not in a hurry to get anywhere, yeah. Um, especially when you're done riding, exactly. So uh, you can kind of just sink in the moment and just. That's what I have guys come to me a lot and say, you know, hey, I want to work on this. I want to work on interviews or whatever. You just got to be you, exactly, and and hope that fans pick up on who you are as a person and then go with that, exactly. Um, man, you've been putting work in. I've been trying to. You've been, you, and and you are a guy that I've said every weekend. Watch this kid's putting the work in. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Do you feel like it's happening? It, it's happening. I feel like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, man, um, 
I've been kind of slowing down on my workouts, not doing so much weightlifting and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Just trying to just stay athletic and stay small, and and uh, I've been cutting off a few pounds, but I feel healthy and I feel just right for riding bulls. You say cutting off a few pounds, like that's different than the average human. Um, because what do you weigh? I weigh one. I weighed one forty to one forty five. Yeah, and I'm trying to get down to one thirty, one thirty five, somewhere around there. Which is crazy to me because I don't like I, I don't know. You probably never had your body fat measured. No, you? no, I don't but you so. can't be that high. Yeah, I mean you're you're lean is what I'm getting at. Where are you, where are you gonna drop that weight? I don't know. It's a I, my chest was a little big. I feel like I'm a little top heavy. Mm-hmm. My, like a little slice of pizza, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I just um and really I kind of look at it as staying as healthy as I can because mm-hmm. I mean I love junk food but I've been trying to just eat salads, chicken, and just kind of keeping my calories down and and trying to keep it healthy and I've been drinking nothing but water. I mean sometimes I go out and have a few drinks, but right. But that's about it here lately. I've just been drinking a bunch of water and just... I've been doing a sauna every other day. And it's been... Investing your Monday through Thursday... Exactly. ...into your Friday, Saturday. Exactly. Um, we talked a lot about this with with Eli. Eli did some different things, like got hypnotized and did some different things. But, but everything was about investing in his career. Yeah. Guys get caught up so much in the partying and the, being in different cities all the time. Yeah. And, the kind of quote unquote rock star life <laughs> and they forget about, you know, this, this is a short career. It is. It really is. You only have a small period of time. Yeah. So why not make the most out of it? Exactly. I, uh, I'm getting ready to go back and do finish up some Instagram Q and A's. Somebody said, how do you stay so motivated to like go to the gym and do different things and try to, you know, try to get better at your career? My answer is simple. I don't want to be one of those old bastards that looks back and goes, Man, I wish I'd have tried a little bit harder. I wish I'd have done this different. Like, I want to just try to get it right this time. Yeah. I feel like that's how you're kind of approaching this. Yeah, yeah. And I, there was a kid that was staying at my house this past week. He's all the way from Wisconsin, and he's like 16 or 17. I was telling him, I was like, man, uh, I've been putting a lot of work into it the probably the last two years, maybe a year and a half, like really dedicated myself to being better than I was. And, and I, I was like, I wish I would have started when I was 16 or 17 and really done that. I was like, you're in that position now. And I was like, yeah. that's my advice to you. I mean, I'm I'm pretty young, but we only got a small period of time in this bull riding life. And, and that's why I told him, I said, uh, so you start putting in the work now, and there's no telling what you'll do here in yeah. the upcoming years when you turn pro. You, uh, you're 22, right? Mm-hmm. See, I kind of feel that way because when I was your age, I was almost 300 pounds. Really? Yeah, I'd never been in a gym. I'd never stepped foot in a gym. Like I had no idea what I was doing, and I just—I I can't picture that I, at all. Look, you don't want to. <laughs> I promise you don't. Want, I was super unhealthy, super unhealthy, and um, that's—I was—I was your age when I decided to kind of change my life. I wish I would have done it sooner, but I mean, you can't take it back. And so now I'm like, I learned from that. Yep. I don't want to make that mistake in other areas of my life. Exactly. You, uh, so so who's the kid? I mean, is it just a kid that like you kind of yeah took, took under your wing or no? He's just a buddy for or the what? Week. He's just um he's staying down there for the Patriot. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, he's um and he just we have camper spots at our place, and so he's he's staying out there. Okay, but, really? Uh, no, I just met the kid. He's really yeah. I met him uh, right before I came up here, but 
he he seems pretty we went into the practice pen and i helped him out a few on a few bulls and he rode one really good and i think he's gonna be something special i think he's you ever think about like kids like that because now you're at a point where you're at pbr's big leagues you know you're at the main tour in bull riding do you ever think that you might be seeing the next kid that is going to be, you know, trying to kick your butt off tour and stuff like <laughs> that? That little John Creamer kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he gets up here, I'm a little nervous because he's going to come kick all our butts. <laughs> he's like, I mean, he's like, I don't know if John listens to this podcast and I don't want to get his ego or anything, but like, I remember when they were talking about guys like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James in mm-hmm. high school, yeah. getting ready to get drafted into the NBA. Like he's kind of he's kind of that kid, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, everybody's watching him. Um, I yeah, I'm excited about when he turns 18 because look out. There's another kid, Caden Loud. He's a man. Uh, I've known him my whole life ever since I've started riding, and really? uh, he's really good. I think so, and he's really been putting in the work now these days. He's kind of he's been coming over to my house like last summer and started working out and he's a little big but he's yeah. he's slimmed down so much and now he's freaking he's strapping ass for sure was there was there guys that you met that like you kind of gravitated towards or like guys that you looked up to that kind of you know gave you that little encouragement like you're giving this kid did, did you have any of those yeah i would say i mean i don't think they really told me. I mean, they told me that if you worked hard and stuff like yeah. that. And but, yeah. man, just being able to watch like Glammy Marchie mm-hmm. just right down the road from me that that was pretty inspiring for sure. Because I seen he he was putting in the work every week, and yeah, and we were just little kids having fun. But uh, man, that you'd have been really little. Yeah, I was really little. We talked about this on one of the pre shows we did. You mentioned Glammy and and like how close you were in proximity. Like you guys lived relatively close and so you got to spend a lot of time around him talk me through that like like i I, he just lived down the road right yeah so uh when all the brazilians started moving over here um my mom she uh our friend my friend zach laney his mom tracy laney asked her to go pick up these brazilians because they know glaramy and glaramy just moved right behind them that's how they met them and and so uh my mom went picked up a few of the brazilians from uh from the airport and brought him over there to Glamy's house and then kind of just kind of kicked off from there. And I remember when I was a little kid going, they'd always have a bunch of parties over there and just have a bunch of people come over there and hang out and little ropings and stuff. And they get on bulls too. And, and, uh, it it was pretty cool for about two years. A Brazilian lived with me actually. Really? Yeah. And I was, I want to say about seven, eight years old. He lived with, with us for about two years. Anybody we would remember or know? No, his name was Marcio. He ended up actually passing away. He got hit by or hit by a car on a on a motorcycle in Brazil. What? Yeah, but uh, and it it was pretty cool to get to hang out with him because he was he was a he was a bull rider. He could he could ride a bunch of ranked bulls. I don't think I think he just turned like twenty one or twenty two when he was living with us, and he was just trying to get his career started. Still young. Yeah. And he went back, I guess he went back home, huh? Yeah. Just freak accident? Yeah, I think so. I didn't, we didn't see him for about a year. And then, then we, we got a phone call that he passed away, but it was a, it's kind of a sad deal, but. It's, it's wild how we don't really think much about it. Like if one of our American friends like just left and we didn't see him for six, eight months, a year, we would freak out. We'd be like, what what happened to like. We'd be sending the police out for him. 
But there, there's something weird about the Brazilians. Like they'll come, they'll be here for a couple of months, they'll disappear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, they probably went back home or they moved to, I don't know, Rhode Island or something. It's different, man. It is. It's different. You just never know with those guys. Like they're so talented though. They're so talented. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was a little kid and Glamy had his uh, restaurant. Um I don't remember where it was. It was somewhere in Dallas. Yeah. But uh, I remember I went out there and I had a little, a little felt hat and I had a bunch of Brazilian cowboys that were in the PBR, like Savannah Alves. I think I still had the hat, but a bunch of them signed it. And it really? Was, yeah, it was pretty cool. I think John was even there too, I, I want to say. So you were a PBR fan? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've always kind of grown up as a cowboy. I didn't, nobody pushed me to get on steers or anything like that. But I mean, I got on a couple of sheep and. I wanted to ride motocross more than anything, but uh, so is I mean, is that what you you grew up doing? Uh, kind of. I I played baseball a lot, football, and then kind of. And I rode a couple of calves once or twice and fell off of them and didn't want nothing to do with it. And then I started picking up dirt bikes and and uh, that was always in my eye because my dad and my whole family they're a race family. They've always raced dirt bikes and stuff like that when they were younger. Really? Yeah. And so uh, your mom and your dad. Yeah, my mom she raced uh, like jet skis. She raced jet skis when she was younger. So adrenaline junkie exactly, on both sides. Exactly. Yeah. Like you had no chance. You had to do something. <laughs> I was going to do something. Are I always you, knew. Are you an only child? Uh, no, I have a sister, younger sister, and an older brother. Okay. What do they do? Uh, my sister, she runs Barrel. She's in college, uh, okay. I think out there in Sulphur Springs somewhere. Okay. And then my brother, he he's a little, he's like a video game player. He's, really? Yeah. <laughs> he's nothing like me. It's Really? It's funny. We're totally different, but he's a cool dude. He, he's very smart. He's a like, really smart dude, reads lots of books, and he graduated college not too long ago, and... Uh, Man, he's just he lives he lives at my grandparents' house, but he just pretty much takes care of them and yeah. and cooks for them and, and does he's the work. A gamer. Yeah, he's a gamer. He he if he's got a computer, he's set. That's it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Those funny. people are the people that are going to make way more money than me. I know, right? That's, That's what not... I told him. I said, if you start a podcast while you're while you're playing your video games, dude, yeah. I, was, I, was, I told him I was like, so many people would watch you do that, dude. That thing amazes me. That like, what's it? I think it's called. Is it Twitch? I think one of those one of those streaming things where people just watch other people play video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. I watch it all the time on my Facebook. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> it's addicting. No one's just sitting there and watching it and you're I'll watching ca- I'll, I'll catch myself watching. I'm like, why am I watching this? You're watching somebody else play a video game. Yeah. <laughs> why? Like, no, I don't get it. My favorite one's the one where they're playing they're acting like a cop and they're like got the little radar gun and they're <laughs> they'll act like they're a full on cop and they'll have their little mic and stuff like that. It's crazy. Like like the actual person playing the game? Yeah. I yeah, man. I can't I can't get into I, I don't know anything about video games. I played Madden a few times yeah. and, and I suck at that. <laughs> video games are like golf. I, I never was good at <laughs> either one of them, so I just piss on it. I don't want to do it anymore. That's I'm funny. not I I uh so but you're not a hardcore gamer. Like you don't sit and play? No, I don't play games. But at you'll all. watch other people yeah. play. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand how ridiculous <laughs> that sounds? Like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, maybe I need to keep my mouth shut. No, 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 no. I, I love. It. I had no idea. Um, but like, yeah, people are making people are making livings doing that. I know. Let other people watch. Now you have to leave their house. It just... Maybe they're on to. Maybe I might get a. I might go home and buy a PS Five or something. <laughs> I could. I could stay home for a while 
and and not be mad about it. You, you, you're probably right in the middle of like loving the travel. I love the travel. I mean, sometimes I do look at it on the weekends. I'm like, man, I wish I was home. Or when it gets closer to the end of the weekend, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to be home. But yeah, as soon as the week starts, about Tuesday or Wednesday, I was like, man, I wish I'm somewhere. But yeah. Get stir crazy. Yeah. It happens. I think it happens to all of us. Like, Because yeah. I go through these modes where I'm like, man, I just need a weekend off. I just need a weekend off. And then you get a weekend off. And right before the weekend, I'm like, I'm, you know, pacing around the house like man i need i need to get out of here i need to, i need to i'm supposed to be on the road yeah like it, ha- it gets in your blood i think it sure does so your your mom did jet skis and things like that right yeah your dad he raced motocross uh for i think he's on the kawasaki team for i think a year or so really yeah so like legit yeah he, he was pretty fast he won a couple big races for sure that's yeah. crazy yeah. i don't know like how does somebody get into like I've never understood the motocross thing either. Yeah. Like how you get into it. I'm, I'm assuming what, it's like NASCAR. You, I don't know. I, I should have asked him, uh, but I know that's how my mom and my dad met was at a motocross race. And really? Yeah. So they, they were both into it already before they even met each other. Really? Yeah. Do you know that story? No, I don't. I really don't. You got to find out now. I do. You got to find out now. <laughs> that's, uh, but, that, uh, that's cool. But they, um, they met because uh, my uncle JJ he raced motocross as well, and him and my dad were in the same class, and then that, they just all became friends, and that's how they met. I'm pretty sure. I, I get the feeling, not just today, but like being around you. I feel like your family's really close. Yeah. Like yeah. like I, I feel like your grandparents came. Yes. To to an event not too long ago. Yeah my uh, my grandma she was there in Oklahoma when I won the deal and um. My uncle JJ was there, my aunt Misty, but uh, my grandpa he wasn't able to make it. But he he went to the Iron Cowboy, uh, yeah. and wasn't it was at uh, Dickey's Arena, right? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, they all run together. I know. <laughs> it was a uh, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty cool to be able to have them come up to the events, like me. St- me as a little kid and stuff like that, running around yeah. little youth bull runs, and then now we're here at the PBRs. It's it's something else for sure. Did you think you would? Do you think you'd be here? I knew if I real I, talk. Don't don't give me the professional like, <sighs> like like I I'm supposed to say this, but like reality. When you were a kid, or even when you got started, did you think you would be where you are today? No, and yes. Like I know I had a, I know I had the potential to be, but right. I never I could never really picture it being up here. Yeah, and, I mean, but uh, now that I am. I, I know I, I deserve to be here, and I, I want to be here. What do you think it was that, that made you think, ah, I might not, you know, like, it's a great dream, but I might not make it? I don't really know. Uh, I guess me as a little kid thinking about it, uh, just being able to ride them ranked bulls, it, it's, yeah. it's hard to do, and I could never really picture that in my mind. I knew that I'd be great at something if I put all my hard work into it, but uh, I, I could never imagine. I, I never really imagined being up here, but now that I am up here, it's like another day. Well, and like when you're super humble, you start to look at the odds. Yeah. I, I do anyways. There's two guys in the world that have the job I have. Yeah. And, and I was very much the same way. Like I was confident in my ability, but at the end of the day, there's only two people in the entire world that are going to get that PBR job. Yeah. There's only 35 guys that are going to come to these events every weekend. I mean, 
statistically as crazy as, as you think about it that is. when you stop and you really think about what we get to do in terms of like statistically the odds are stacked against us yeah there's way more people out there that want to be where we are than guys that actually get to do it so i get that i, I understand like you know the thing of, of well i might not ever make it but at, at what point do you realize that i'm gonna make this happen how old were you? Um, about, you remember? Uh, 17, 16. Yeah. When I started getting out on open bulls, and I, I strapped a few ranked bulls that were not in the PBR, but that could be in the PBR. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you can really do this, dude. I mean, like, but uh, I wish I had to put in the work when I was younger more than I, like I do right now. But, uh, man, it was a eye-opener right Right when I was about six, 17, 16 to 17, I started getting on bigger bulls and really starting able to ride rank bulls. And I was like, man, you, if yeah. you don't freaking at least try, I mean, you're never going to find out. And as soon as I turned 18, I was like, I'm buying my PBR car. That's where I want to go. And, yeah. and then uh, it was pretty cool. Actually, Clint uh, asked me, um, we're in Katie, Clint Anderson. Atkinson is that Atkins. Atkins. Yeah. Come on, man. You get it. I'll, I'll edit that. No, I won't. He doesn't Sorry listen. Any, he doesn't listen anyways. But uh, we were in a uh, Katie, and he asked me when I was seventeen. He's like, "What are you gonna do next year when you turn 18? I was like, "I'm gonna buy my PBR card." And he's like, "All right, well, I hope to see you up there." And now I see him every weekend. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I, I yeah, I, I did the same thing. It's like I, I'd run into guys here and there, like Matt Bohan, Dusty Labeth, back in the day. And I thought it'd be cool. It's cool to be at the same bull riding as like guys that I see on TV. Yeah. And now it's like I see young guys. Now I'm I'm older, <laughs> and I see guys like you show up, and I'm like, man, like I'm super lucky that I get to be around and be a part of yeah. a, of different generations now. Yeah. We met we right. met in Pueblo, didn't we? Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. Western Sports Foundation. Yeah, that was a cool deal. Yeah. Um. And I, like I said, I don't remember a whole lot. There's a naked guy in that window up there. Top, top. Shut up. Yep, that's, that's real. Crazy. That's that's so. As we said in our hotel room, I was talking about the beautiful view of the arch, <laughs> and now we look. At, is that Flint? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there, legit, is a naked guy standing in the window. Flint, what are you doing? Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Put your jersey on. Whatever. Um, that's very odd to me that people stand in front of their window, completely naked, and think that. They that other people can't see them. Yeah, that's funny. We were in Montana one time, and a lady doing exactly what that that guy's picking his nose now. <laughs> He's legit picking his nose. Um, and that's so weird. I'm gonna have to shut the curtain. <laughs> uh, and it's never like a really, it's never a you know an attractive female. It's always some old lady or some old man like that. <laughs> Anyways, um. Yeah, that's the reality of it. <clears throat> when you uh, were at that Western Sports Foundation clinic, I I remember for some reason gravitating and being like, yeah, I like this kid a lot. Really, and whether it was the work ethic or, or what, whatever it was, there was just something that I was like, man, I, I really, and I kept thinking, okay, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. We'll mm-hmm. see you soon. Took took a little while. A little bit. Because I, I expected like, it's going to be real quick. Yeah. This guy's going to be on tour. I'm going to see him every weekend. Took a little longer. A little bit. Did you ever get frustrated? Yeah, because uh, I know I have the ability and have any 
I have all the opportunity to be up there and wouldn't say I wasted a lot of opportunities, but I'd always, I don't know. I always had trouble finishing strong in the short run, but, uh, man, why? Uh, I don't, honestly, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, sometimes I think I, I get to thinking about it too much and instead of getting your own way. Yeah. Instead of just going at it and clearing my mind and let my body take over and, not trying to think about everything, but just everybody's going to think. Especially. It's hard not to, though. It I mean, really like, is. It's hard not to just think about things. Yeah. We always say, ah, oh, it's easy. You know, it's it, keep it simple and just react, but it's hard to make it's some hard. mind. It really is. But uh, now that's, that's a big reminder I tell myself where I get on bulls is clear your mind. You've already trained for this. Your body knows what to do. Just do it. Let it happen. Fighters do that a lot. They put in the work in the gym, and, and they know that they've put in the preparation. When you show up, you, you don't think about it. Your body's going to react. Exactly. You, you've you put the work in. Um, and you also got to make sure you don't think, because whoop, I might go the other direction. You never know. <laughs> exactly. Do you, uh, do you get sick of – and I when, like, when you first got on tour consistently, like I'd say it once or twice – do you get sick of announcers going, look at him, he looks like he's 12. <laughs> you get sick of that shit? It's okay, be honest. No, I kind of like it, it's pretty okay. cool. Because I, like, I started annoying myself, and I was like, ah, eh, he's a grown-ass man. He's one of the best bull riders <laughs> in the world. But it is a way for you to stick out. Yeah, I do look like a little 12-year-old kid. I do. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anybody admit that. <laughs> I do look young as shit. I'm a little... Yeah, a little baby face. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You can date higher, date lower, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I got all the options. <laughs> you got all the you uh you ain't got a girl, do you? No. You do have all the options. Yeah. Poor guy. Good looking twenty <laughs> two year old in a different city every week. Yeah. But I don't think you don't go out and party. Not really. I mean I like to go out sometimes and have fun and enjoy the moment and, yeah. and all these different cities. But uh, no, I try to keep it straight business and and try to come here and do what I need to do and and go home. That's but, good. But I, I like to go out. I don't say I don't go out because I I do. Yeah. I hang out with my friends and and just have a good time. But you think you were headed down the path of like motocross racing though? Yeah. Before bull riding. Oh yeah, I wanted to be supercross, motocross. I wanted to, I wanted to race on the Monster Energy Tour. Like, is that? Just racing to see who's the fastest, or is that doing backflips and all? No, that's a like racing to see who's the fastest, and so they uh, you have to go through qualifiers just Mm -hmm. like velocity touring pros, and then you get on the cups. Yeah, and that I believe I could do it, and uh, I don't know. I always always trying to think about doing it after I ride bulls, maybe trying to give it a try, but I don't know. What switched gears? What what took you from you know supercross to bull riding? Just a friends i don't know yeah freaking a bunch of my friends were bull riding and zach laney he kind of got me into it we were always already kind of little cowboys and stuff and and then mason taylor i met mason taylor the the first time i actually started taking it serious and so i've known mason taylor pretty much my whole career and and then uh buddies fletcher and mav we all kind of grew up and just we all hung out with each other. We never. We were always spending the night at somebody's house or each other's house, and freaking 
Going a little youth boy riding. Now you guys are like a bunch of old men golfing together all the exactly. time. <laughs> Did you get the golf bug like like Mason? I, I yeah. see you every once in a while posting about it. Yeah, but. I like golf. It's pretty fun. Uh, it's pretty addicting, actually. Once you, once you kind of figure it out and actually figure out how to swing and, and connect with the ball. And like when you hit it perfect, sometimes you're like, wow, that's awesome. That's freaking, I love it. Mason like almost gets more excitement out of golf than he does <laughs> riding bulls. Uh, if, it's funny. He's, he's talking about how he's going to go pro after he gets done. Wait, what? <laughs> no, he, he said he wants to try to. Is he good? He's pretty good. Uh, I just say he's pretty good. I might have to go out and test and see. I, I've I've never been a good golfer, man. It's hard, and and I take he he'll say it too. Taking golf and and kind of putting it into it towards bull riding, it's like it's not the same thing, but it's like you have to put so much focus into it, and then like yeah, like it, you it's just crazy. Kinda... You can't think about it, and once you freaking once you figure out how to do everything then you have to just kind of figure mine and and tell your things just to let you, your body do it and i uh it is frustrating when you do slice a ball i oh my god imagine what it's like if that's all you do because that's <laughs> yeah. me i can't hit a ball straight to save my life i can i can drive pretty good but i cannot hit straight to save my life and i've had people that stop and they're like well if you'll turn your your front foot this way and your back foot this way and if you'll stand on your head and cluck like a chick no just just i don't know i can't get it i can't get it dialed in um no golf plans in your future like you don't want to go pro you, no. you and mason hit the Might pga drink a few, tour drink a few beers while i'm playing golf and just <laughs> see i think that's why i don't like golf because i don't drink <laughs> I, I don't i don't drink so i don't golf's not fun to me yeah no uh I don't plan on trying to go pro with golf. It's too, it's too frustrating for me. <laughs> About that 18th hole, I'm I'm done. I'm ready to go home. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, how how old were you when you started riding bulls? Um, I say about 12, 13. I won my first buck when I was like 13. Really? Or, or it might have been 13 or 14. I started when I was 13. Yeah, that's right. I started when I was 13. Won my first buck when I was 14. Really? Yeah. So I mean, so. You didn't start super young, no. but you didn't wait till super late because a lot of guys will start at like four or five riding cheap and yeah. things like that. I think I started at the right time if I was going to. It was right when I could enter the steer riding. I rode steers for two years and, and then started going up from there. But Were you small? Yes. I, were you like Were you a small kid? Yeah, I was a really small kid. So probably like at four or five, probably not that good to put you on a back of an animal yeah no, i was a little fragile a little sucker. really no i had some meat on my bones but when did you you weren't a chubby kid were you no i was oh, not okay i was <laughs> I, I definitely was when did you start to like like grow um i never did <laughs> <laughs> no, i'll just play when uh probably about 15 or 16 i, I started trying kind of getting up there yeah but i was always a small kid how tall are you right now about five suits i yeah i guess i just don't think of you as like a small guy i mean i i, I guess i used to but now you're just one of the guys yeah never think about it anymore um but you're perfect bull rider size right exactly and, and here you are wanting to get smaller <laughs> i feel like the more 
the more lean you are, the more chance you have to get forward on them bulls. Because if you have so much weight on you, it's hard to get forward, especially with all the forces on you and stuff. And yeah. uh, but that's why that's why I look at it just what? just to stay forward on it. And it's worked for so many guys. Cooper, yeah, Mason, exactly. All the guys that you're hanging out with, it it's worked for them. Yep. Galarmy was on the cover of a Dadgum Fitness magazine. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. I, I'll have to look. I have it in my office. I had him, had him sign it, and so it's it's in my office at the gym. That's awesome. Yeah. Only bull rider ever on the cover of Fitness magazine. That's crazy. That's it's insane. If it was somebody, it'd be him for sure, though. Uh, that oh. sucker. He was a monster. Absolutely. Who would it be these days? If uh-huh. somebody was going to be on the cover of a fitness magazine in the in the PBR locker room, who would it be? I don't know. Me? <laughs> I mean, honestly, no, like, I, I would say Andrew. Andrew, he's freaking. Oh yeah, he, Andrew. He you, put, Andrew. And I mean, I see Keyshawn working. Oh yeah, Keyshawn. A lot. Yeah. I see, but you guys are the three that I think probably work the most. Yeah. Work the hardest. And Brazilians, they put a lot of work into it too. Yeah, and they're but they're quiet about it. You yeah, know? they are which quiet is, about it. Which is is good because you don't realize how hard a guy like Jose is working. Yeah. You know he's yeah. working. Uh I think it was Eli on the last episode he said he he'd be laying in bed every once in a while and be like having thoughts of Jose's probably sleeping right now. I could get up and go like get on the treadmill or do something to like get ahead of him. <laughs> you know, those little, those little things, the little extra step. Yeah. That's, that's such a good way to look at it. I mean, you, you've got, you've got to do something that nobody else is doing. Exactly. In order to, to get ahead of him. And he's kind of the gold standard right now. That's what, uh, for a little bit before the, before this year started or kind of during this year started, but, uh, we were, me and my buddy Kane that lives with me, we were, we'd wake up at four o'clock in the morning because we'd go work for my grandpa and we'd work, we'd wake up about four o'clock, work out from four to six thirty and then kind of like doing stretches and stuff like that. And then do about a good 45 minutes workout. And then we'd, we'd hop in the truck and go work with my grandpa all day and then come back and do a bike ride or a run or something like that. And, uh, he always told me, he's like, man, he's like, you're doing somebody that is nobody else is doing out there right now. He's like, man, it's going to happen for you. He's like, everything's going to work out. And it's pretty cool. Did you enjoy that? Yeah. Really? I mean, like, like it's fun. Yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot of, especially a lot of kids would be like, I don't want to do this. It feels like work. Yeah, exactly. But um, I think if you put in the work more when you're at home or whatever and when you show up you ain't got to worry about it you, you've already done enough and you're already set to go so well and you're you're gonna be successful at something when a lot of the world is just content to be mediocre and average exactly i mean like you're 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 gonna do something nobody else can do yeah it takes a little more time and you work a little harder but who cares it's worth it in the end i exactly. feel like Plus, I want to have a long career. And don't want to be walking around like JB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How old? Like, how long do you want to go? Uh, I want to be done. I want to say, I want to say my cutoff is thirty. But I want, you want to say that. But yeah, but you giving yourself some wiggle room. Yeah, I, I'm. I want to say maybe from twenty-seven to thirty, maybe thirty. 
four thirty two somewhere around there. I want I don't want to be old guy riding bulls, but I want to still after I'm done riding bulls, go enjoy my life and yeah, go do what I want. I mean, because I think McBride wouldn't McBride like twenty seven. That's 20, when he. That's when he quit. Twenty seven or twenty nine, somewhere in there. Hmm. I don't know. I I could be wrong, but I think he was in his late twenties. Um, and then you look at a guy like Joao, who's thirty seven though, and he's the number one guy in the world. That's crazy. It's nuts. And he's he's going against a bunch of twenty two year olds. I know. And kicking our butts. So, <laughs> like always, I and I ask that because a lot of guys will say, "I got to be done by the time I'm twenty eight. I'm done by the time I'm twenty eight. Why limit yourself? What if what if when you're 28, you're the best version of you you've ever been, and you can win a world title at 29? Like just uh, you know, that is a good way to look at it. I mean, you can't put I, limits on yourself. Yeah, man. no limits. I guess you can't put a limit on yourself. Like what is that old quote that they use in like every gym? You, you know, your only what is it? Your only limitation is is your mind or something like that. You can't tell yourself you got to be done at a certain time. Yeah. Can't tell yourself you're going to last forever either. Yeah. What do people not know about you? Mm-hmm. Like, like if there's one thing that like a, a PBR fan is like, man, you know, I like that Austin. There's just, I, I want to know something that nobody else knows. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Um, I like to go, I just say, I, I like to go roller skating. What? Yeah, nobody knows that really. Really? I like to do roller skating. I, I haven't done it in a while, but um, man, I used to do roller skating every week. And I still have a pair. I still have my skates and everything. I, I, like at a roller, like a rink. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Like a roller skating rink. Yeah. When I was a kid, we used to go to those. Yeah. Like with all the neon lights and everything. Yeah, yeah. Not, Four wheels or like, like yeah. the old school. Yeah, the old school ones. That's what I like. Not I like, a, what? What are those other ones with the little? Uh, what are those called? Rollerblades. Yeah, I don't do those. I like the I like the four wheel ones because you can learn how to do dance moves on them and stuff. <laughs> I got I got a few of them. I yeah, got a few of them. You not, uh, not too many, but so so you're a dancer on the on the skate. Exactly. Holy crap! <laughs> Nobody really knows. Me. Yeah, I I never would have guessed <laughs> that. That is not the unknown talent I would have expected to come from you. So roller skate dance. Oh, what's your go to move? Um. There's this, I don't know what it's called. It's kind of hard to explain, but you can, uh, you like bring your leg, you can like, you cross your legs and like, and oh, it's yeah, like this yeah, little yeah. dance move where you cross your legs and then, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I'd have to pull up a Where they like, like weave in and out. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, I've really got it down where I can skate backwards and cross my legs and kind of do a few things like that. And You can skate backwards? Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Have you been doing this your whole life? Yeah, pretty much. Really? Yeah. Who took you? Who took you skating? Uh, my mom would take me skating. She wouldn't do it with me, but she'd drop me off every Tuesday nights uh, after school or whatever. And go, really, I'd go roller skating. Where now? Where was this? Is this around Dallas? Yeah. Or so when I was a kid, kid, there was a place in Seagullville, Texas, and that's where. What is it? Seagullville. Where's that at? Uh, it's like. Is it a big town? No, it's like right next to Terrell. Okay. Type, kind of over that direction. Okay. But uh. No, I go to this one that's in Dallas when I go now, but I haven't been in probably, I want to say, 
three or four months. So if you go, who goes with you? I have a couple. I talk my friends, and they don't like to go, but I have to talk them into it. <laughs> you ain't got none of the bull riders to go? No, or I have a, some of my bull rider buddies back at the house. I'll go with me sometimes. Who? Uh, Fletcher will go with me sometimes, and um, I've had my friend D Loud, and I try to talk Kane into it. He'll never go. Kane Livingston. Livingston. Yeah, he's a bullfighter. Bull. Yeah. 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 Cole's brother. Yep, exactly. Bullfighting little dude. He is. For really, real. really. He's been putting a lot of work into it yeah. here lately, too. He, he broke his leg and his hip and and had to recover from that. But, uh, man, he works out every day and, and dedicates his life to being a great bullfighter. Both of those guys have been beat up. Oh, yeah. Like, they've, they've been on the wrong end of, like, just a rough go. Yeah. Sometimes. That happens. It does. It ha- you, you, luckily, knock on wood, yeah, yeah, never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. Not even gonna say because you were limping last night. What's wrong? My MCL, and my PCL, I sprained it. Just pull that a little closer to you. My my MCL, and my PCL, I sprained it. Uh, I sprained it a few weeks ago in Duluth, and um, it swelled up pretty bad. And and now it it doesn't swell up right now, but it's it just feels kind of stiff. Like I can barely even bend it when I get off a bull. So like the whole knee, yeah, swells up. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it feels like it's getting a whole lot better. I've been doing therapy every every day of the week, and uh, but uh, man, it's it kind of bothers me. Not when I ride, but just when I get off, it it's kind of a little stiff. But yeah, so like like your pregame, are you are you taping it? Or are you just stretching? Are you trying? What are you doing? Or so I do a little a uh, little knee warm ups and ride a bicycle, and then I have a knee brace that I I'll tape on, but. Uh, Tandy Freeman, he thinks that I should always ride with an embrace. It, it could possibly tear all the way, and I don't want that, so I'd rather ride with an embrace. But I feel like the knee brace is helping a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I could come back a whole lot sooner uh, than what I was going to. I wasn't going to take off like a month, but in this short, this short amount of season, you can't really do that this this time around. So yeah. I was trying to get back as quick as I can, so that, that knee brace is helping me out a lot. I feel like if I had got on the bull last night or – just these past few bulls, this past few weekends, they uh, it would I think it would have hurt me pretty bad. Like it would have tore if I wouldn't have had the knee brace on. You just said something that a lot of us have thought, and it was one of my reluctancies about the shortened season. Is if a guy gets hurt, there's no time. Not at all. Not to try to get back. And that it kind of sucks in the sport of bull riding. Cause yeah, you're gonna get hurt, and, but. I don't know. I kind of like this short season because everybody can go hard for just a few short amount of months, and I think there's going to be a whole lot, a whole lot of more world champions that that haven't become one yet. That yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot more for sure. Guys, guys will certainly be able to put their absolute best foot forward and get into those conversations quickly. Exactly. And I always talk about that world title conversation because I look at it like. If a guy's in the top ten, if a guy's close, if a guy's riding good, I can, I can put him in that conversation because yeah. he's one or two big wins away from getting into the top tier. Yeah. Right here, you know, you win an event, all of a sudden, boom, your whole season's changed. Yeah. Now all you've got to do is capitalize and keep following that, and that I, I feel like it's crazy because it's the same amount of events. It's just shorter. This is crazy. It's, it, the, it's like, the same amount. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, roughly. I mean, close close to the same amount of events. It's like twenty six or twenty seven. Yeah, huh? like like almost almost thirty. 
you know, almost 30 events, which is exactly the same amount of UTB events we had January through November. Okay. We just put them back to back to back to back to back instead of taking weekends off, taking the summer off. Yeah. Which I think is where either guys come back in the summer from being hurt mm-hmm. or guys like get hurt during the summer and take a little longer coming back in the second half. Now you you just you got to be healthy and you got to compete and you've got to do really well. Status right now. Yeah. Um taking a break and then straight into teams. What do you think about teams? Cuz I keep asking all the guys. Man, I'm pumped up about these teams. Are you? Cuz right now as a 20-year-old 22-year-old bull rider, like I feel like it's the best time to be a bull rider. Mm-hmm. And uh we're going to be the first bull riders to be drafted and this going to be pretty cool. I'm excited. I can't wait. I've never thought about that. Yeah. Like, you know, you guys will be able to look back at history and go yeah. if this works and it lasts 30, 40 years, you can say, yeah, I was in the first draft class. Yeah. Never thought about that. That's crazy. I, I feel like being a young bull rider right now, 18 to 20, even even these older guys that are on tour, I feel like it's a it's a perfect time to be a bull rider. It, it really is. There's a lot of opportunity. Exactly. I'm interested to see the teams more right now than I've ever been because you just said what a lot of guys have said. Yeah. I'm excited about it. And it's genuine. It's not fabricated because – PBR is not paying you to say you got to go out there and build this up. You got to go tell people how great this is going to be. Yeah, yeah. That shit ain't happening. It's real excitement from the guys, I think, right now because guys like like being on a team. Yeah. You, I mean, you you think about it. You now have four other guys, five other guys, however many guys are going to be on a team cheering you on, depending on you. So, like, there's a lot of extra pressure. It is. I feel like it, uh, It'll bring out more potential in every single one of these bull riders that are going to be in the team deals for sure. Because, like you said, they're dependent on us and they're cheering for us, yeah. and we're all going to be working during the week or or however long we got to work with each other. But it's, I think it's going to bring out the full potential out of most of all of these guys for sure. I mean, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah. You think you'll be the number one draft pick? I hope. Cross my fingers. But what? I think I'll be at, at least top 10 or top 15 I think if to you, be picked if you go like win today and win next weekend a couple more of these maybe you know, like win a world title yep. why wouldn't you be exactly I'm a young dude and, and fresh might as well you're here you might as well win the whole thing I know right right just gotta step up to the plate <laughs> I, I love it I love it Um, we'll kind of wrap things up real quick if you could trade places with anybody anybody in the world for a day do anything be, be anybody have any job just trade places with somebody for a day. Who would it be? Anybody. Anybody. Huh. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Um, I don't know. I've always wanted to kind of back to the motocross stuff. I'd always want to try to race supercross or something like that. But, uh, man, uh, like Chad Reed, I guess, or Ryan Villapoto, one of those guys. Yeah. yeah kind of yeah. get in their shoes and go see what the – kind of what the – what the atmosphere is around motocross racing. That'd I was going to say, I get it, because I actually know those names. Yeah. Like, okay. So, I mean, we, we have a lot of crossover and, like, like the Monster Energy stuff. And so, like, a lot of our Monster Girls go work Supercross, yeah. Motocross. A lot of our sponsors go back and forth. And so, like, I've watched just a, a, enough of it to kind of know some of the bigger names. But that's – you just go go feel it out and see what it's like for a day. Yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. Right? It really would. Uh, I've always wanted to do that when I was a little kid. and. And 
I've always wanted to be on the PBR yeah. ever since I started riding bulls and stuff like that and, and actually starting to get good at it. And now I'm here and to look at it in their shoes. It, I, I wonder how it is. I always want guys and, and I want guys to, to get to the absolute pinnacle in multiple things. Yeah. Like I want, cause now I have, I have a different goal in my brain that my wife's the only person that knows about Yeah, and I'm going to keep it really close to the vest for, it might be a couple of years, Yeah, but, but I have a different goal. I have different goals now. I want to see a guy like you make it to the PBR World Finals and then turn around and go to whatever the biggest tour on, on Supercross is. You yeah. Know? I mean, I think that's so, so incredible because people spend their whole lives trying to get to just one successful exactly. thing. I just think it's super cool that, that there's guys and gals in the world that have the talent, the ability, and the work ethic to go do it in different, completely different worlds. Yeah. Go do it. I want to. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. I just got to focus on boy riding right now for sure. That's but, right. That's right. When but, you walk in the locker room, is there anybody in the locker room that you're like, uh, take Jose out of it? Because that seems to be a common answer. Yeah. Ha- has there ever been, and, and not just today, but anybody that you walked in the locker room and you went, I'm because I remember the, the line from the eight seconds movie. Man, we're at the same bull riding as the world champ. <laughs> like, have you ever had one of those moments where you're like, Man, I'm in I'm in the same bull riding realm with so and so. I feel like it's almost every other weekend. I just look really? around. And I'm like, man, I, it's, it's like a dream. It's pretty cool though. It's to pretty awesome. Be with JRV and like he's had a long career, and and I've seen him on TV when I was a young dude, and and now to be riding against him, that's that's freaking awesome. It's How old were you in 2013? 13. You were 13 in 2013. Yeah. So when he started on this tour, you were 13 years old. 13 years old. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's insane. It's pretty cool, though. It is. It shows you how how good he is. Really, and it it's pretty cool to be able to ride with them guys. And and Jose, it, that's that's awesome to be able to witness him going. I don't know. He was ninety eight, right, or ninety seven. Jose. Yeah. Yeah, ninety eight and three quarters. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. They could have marked him one hundred and seven. Nobody would just hand him the paper. Yeah, just. That's the one time in my career you always hear the announcers just say, "Oh, I'll just let him write his own score, hand him <laughs> the paper." No, you really could. Yeah, like it doesn't well, matter. It's the best ever. That's crazy. That dude's a monster. He is a monster. It's, but he's also human. Yeah, <laughs> and and I look at thirty four other guys in the locker room. They look. Some critics will say I'm wrong. But I see 34 other guys in the locker room that can do the exact same thing. Who's willing to do the extra exactly. to get there? That's the question. Exactly. That's the question with anything, though. Like, who's willing to do the extra, put the extra work? I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I, I When I started, I wanted to be the best announcer ever. I wanted to be the best in my field. I got lazy, complacent. You know, you get content. Then you start to second-guess yourself. You start yeah. to – the doubts creep in. It happens. Um, but it's like, who's going to put in the extra work to, to, to actually go back? Further than everybody else. Anyways, not to get all philosophical. It's game day. It is. It's game day. You're getting ready to go uh, ride two bulls here in St. Louis, town you've never been in before. The arch is right behind you looking over you. What's what's your typical game day routine? I mean, obviously not setting and doing a podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's what's a little different. Ty- typical game day? I uh, just try to keep it easy, not do a whole lot. You, you know? get up early? No, I try to sleep in as much as I can. Like, when do you get up? Oh, uh, probably about 11. <laughs> Holy crap. You are a 22-year-old kid. Yeah. Or during the week, I get up pretty early. Yeah. I, I get up at probably 6 o'clock, 
maybe around seven right there. I try to get out of bed at least by seven thirty. But Game I mean, there's sometimes I'm lazy, but but on the weekends I try to enjoy myself like I'm on a vacation, you know. Yeah. Just kind of take it easy, and then I like to show up to the bull riding at least a couple hours or a couple hours before there, and do warm ups and just kind of get get loosened up and ready. But it's funny because uh, you talk about your warm ups and loosening up and working out and things like that. You it hadn't been that long ago you posted you started posting some of your workouts. You started like putting them in your Instagram stories, which your Instagram is what by the way Austin Richardson twenty two. Austin Richardson, 22. So you started posting some of those workouts. And it was so funny to me because I had been around you. I knew kind of how hard you worked and everything. But you started posting these workouts. And then all of a sudden, other people were going, did you see that video that Austin posted? <laughs> Dude is freaking ripped. Like <laughs> like he's jacked. He's And like people started to realize like Austin's not just some kid that showed up yeah. and is trying to just hang on for his life. Yeah. Like he's working his ass off and it shows like did you get a lot of those people coming to you going oh, talking yeah. about that yeah uh man i had so many messages and man there's kids young kids that just kept on asking me to send them videos of of workouts they could do to train for blue and, and like i don't i never had that before with this it's pretty cool that's so cool it's pretty cool to see people actually follow you along and actually keep up with yourself and it's one of the most humbling things in the world yeah I, I look every 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 day when I see people that take the time out of their day to ask you a question or message yeah. or something like I grew up in a town of three hundred people. <laughs> I'm not I'm nobody. Yeah. You know, I we talk about you being from Dallas, but you're the stereotypical small town kid. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. You didn't grow up like around great big tall buildings, no. people in suits and things no. like that. I was I was raised in a little small town. It's called Wilmer. Yeah. Texas, right out of uh, it's right off of forty five and like kind of like where forty five and twenty meet. Okay, yeah, but it's a small town. Yeah, but I grew up on a ranch, so and I grew up kind of in the city too. But uh, on the ranch life, that's I think that's the best way. I what do you mean you kind of you kind of grew up like both? Uh, I mean, just Dallas was right there and gotcha. But you were kind of in the shadows of Dallas. Yeah, exactly. But close enough that like that was still part of your life. Yeah, I got it. I was so far away from everything. Like we did, we were an hour from Tulsa, and when you get an hour from Tulsa, there's nothing around. Yeah, nothing different than like, you know, an hour from Dallas can still kind of be the edge of Dallas at yeah. times. Yeah, I wanted to be a little scary kid for the longest time, a little skateboarder. Oh my god, I could see you. Like, did you dress full on skater? Yeah, like you were one of the George guys that Avril Lavigne was singing about. Yeah, he's a skater boy. So see you later, boy. Oh my god. Like baggy pants. Yeah. What uh, what are the what are the shoes? Like uh, vans. Vans? <laughs> really? Yeah, I was a little scared of dude. You uh I rode skateboards, but the main thing I used to do is they got these cool scooters that they're like made for doing tricks. I used to do those all the time. The ones that have like the little front and handlebar thing that yeah. but they'll spin around. Yeah. I've seen them. I would I would go to the skate park almost every day. When I was homeschooled and I was a dirt bike racer, I was right after I got done, done with school, I'd go straight to the skate park. You got you homeschooled? Yeah. Uh, for how long? Like, uh, I got out of regular school uh, in seventh grade. Really? Uh, yep. Yeah. And then from there on, uh, was that tough? Yeah, a little bit. Um, feel like the only thing I wish I would have wished. I would have rather just stay in school was talking to people and and just hanging out with a bunch of people and stuff like that and and being a kid with other kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm kind of glad I, I did homeschool. It yeah. was fun. 
I got to do whatever I want. I mean, I didn't really hang out with much people, but I just did what I want. When you get older, you'll start to appreciate not hanging out with a whole lot of people. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Like right now, I kind of tend to stick to myself these mm-hmm. days, but um, no, I always wonder about kids that are homeschooled because like some people love it. Some people don't love it. I mean, but I, I think if you're in the right environment, it works. Yep. You uh, n- didn't want to go to college, just wanted to ride bulls? Exactly. Yeah. I knew I'd be probably great at something. If not, I'd just work my butt off and start yeah. a business or something. But Yeah. What, what's after bull riding? Um, Don't I'm, say Supercross because we've already talked about that. But like, what what's after when you're done with sports, so, being an athlete? Probably just hang out and, uh, at my grandparents. I mean, I, I live at a, at a rent house that they have yeah. uh, right now, but... Man, just build up that place. It's got a big old equestrian uh, facility on there, and and just hang out there and and build that place Think up. Think ranch? Yeah, I might have a few cows uh, out there, but but uh, yeah, take care of that place. Maybe put me some button shoots out there or something. Maybe put on a couple of rodeos and, and uh, start helping the, younger, yeah. the next generation. Yeah, maybe do a few schools and stuff like that, but. And just enjoy life and live on the ranch and kind of do my own thing. I know you're a guy that cares about like the kids and things like that, and, and enjoy seeing the next generation and stuff like that. So I feel like I feel like you'll stay close. Yeah, you'll you'll never get away from it, will you? No. It's no, part of you. I, I want to stay close to the PBR. I don't know how I will, but yeah, no, I, I really do. You'll find a way. Exactly. I think if if it's important enough, you'll you'll figure out a way. Yeah. All right, we said it's game day. Um, I've got meetings. I know you've got to go get ready. We're we're cutting it close. I was running late. I had to take Flint Rasmussen to Quick Trip. For, you know, what the heck, these guys Flint? never had Quick Trip. What? They've yeah, like I, I don't understand. They're missing out on the greatest donuts ever and the hot dogs. I, I'm not a hot dog guy. Oh, okay. Unless it's <laughs> at a baseball game. Yeah. But like the cinnamon rolls and the donuts yeah. on Quick Trip. Are you kidding me? You're missing out on life. You, you had you Quick Trip. Oh yeah, in Texas, right? Oh, yeah. All right. I used to get me an ice and a hot dog. All Look the time. at you go <laughs> hey, on your on your skateboard. Exactly. Everything there, there was a quick trip right across the right across from the skate park. We're like, gonna have to. Oh, oh, I started to say we're gonna have to get you like some kind of skater celebration. Wait a minute, what the hell is this dance you're doing? <laughs> it's called the uh, the gritty. The gritty. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen it done. I, I've heard of it now that you say that. I've yeah. heard like football players are doing it, right? Oh yeah, everybody's I've, doing it right now. I've never seen anybody else doing it. Do it, but I'm I'm I don't think you do it well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it as good as other people do. Oh uh, no, I loved it. The, I, I think I was sitting at home the weekend. I was I was at home or whatever, or maybe I saw it on a replay and didn't notice it. The first time I saw you do it, I was like, "Wait, what? Where'd that come from?" <laughs> you, now you got to keep doing it. Yeah, you got to do it every time you ride. <laughs> You gotta just keep doing it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get Flint to do it with me. Do it with me next time. You'll have to teach him. Yeah, but he'll spend hours in front of the mirror trying to get ready for it. He will. He will. Austin Richardson, 22 on Instagram, right? Yes, sir. Is that the best place to follow along? Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, especially on game day, getting ready to go to work, uh, taking the time to sit and do this. I appreciate you having me. We'll do it again sometime. You bet. Thanks, buddy.